Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. Thanks for joining us on a new episode of the Abundant Encounters podcast. My name is Joshua Marsingill. And thanks for also for praying with us um, for just this message, this idea to to really get out there and bless people and or for whatever you prayed for. We're grateful. We always want to start with gratitude. Isn't that right? God is with us. Emmanuel. That's what that word means, Emmanuel. God is with us. <laughs> he wanted us to know. He put it in his name that he'd be here with us. You know, God isn't so silly that he would create us in such a way where we wouldn't be able to understand or tell that he was here. He's so intentional that he would go above and beyond to ensure that we could connect with him. I reason that one of the ways that we've managed to disconnect from the Lord is we've just not given enough value to who he is in the everyday, the mundane. I mean, the thing is, nothing about God is everyday or mundane. He's constantly amazing. And so when we find that, it's like the blinders come off. Kind of like Paul from on his road to Damascus, he, the, the blinders fell off and he could see, you know. And that's what that's what happens to us. Our eyes get opened. Our ears can hear. So thank you for joining us. And um, I pray that this time would be super valuable for you. And that you would notice. You'd notice God all around you. And you would encounter Him. Encounter His love. Encounter His mercy. His joy. His hope, His faith. Encounters are any moment that we have with God. Any moment we just know that He's real. If you've had a moment like that, which I'm sure you have, you have. In the past, you have a history with Him. That's the way He is. Those moments are valuable. And we want to do what we can to help cultivate more of those in the body of Christ. 
so thank you for listening. And let me pray and we'll get started. We'll read through the word and we'll do a little activation. So, Lord, we thank you so much. Thank you for your presence now and this moment. You're so available to us and we ask, Father, for our perception to be able to just really ignite and be available to this moment. Lord, what are you doing? Are you are you joyful? Are you optimistic? Are you loving? Are you in any kind of need? It says that Jesus thirst. I just think that's so amazing. Jesus thirst. He had a thirst on the cross. He had a thirst with the woman at the well. He had a need. Lord, is there anything you need? Is there any way that we can pull up beside you? I know it's silly. We, but we always need you to pull up beside us. But is there some way for us to do that for you? Uh, let us help us to invite ourselves into your invitation to receive what you have, receive what you're giving, like it was the sweetest part, the sweetest thing we could possibly have, the most valuable thing there is. Lord, help us to long for what you have for us in this moment. Thank you so much for that, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the authority that you've given us, and in Jesus' name, I bind up any hindrance, any nuisance, any kind of head trash or noise that would prevent you from getting your full reward in this moment right now. We just bind it up in Jesus' name, and we put it at the feet of Christ. The feet of the Christ. Go to the feet of the Christ. Spirit come, help us connect, we ask that you'd help us, fill us up, and help us connect, build our confidence to connect, position our heart with enthusiasm to connect, Let us feel your acceptance, your power. Make us courageous like Joshua. Fill us up to overflow. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to get into this, the Passion Translation, and uh, we're actually going to skip a few chapters in Joseph's story and focus on chapter 45, where Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. We believe that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, so you get two things as you listen. You get faith, increased faith, 
and you get hearing ears and we'll take those and we'll go into the activation so um, I just want to catch you up with a few chapters there's three chapters that we're going to kind of skip through here and Joseph is he just becomes so powerful and there's this ridiculous famine that's going on and so Joseph's half-brothers and his brother and his father and his whole family is just suffering from this famine. And um, so they decide to make the trek to Egypt. And um, Joseph's in charge of the grain, so they have to go and talk to him. He recognizes them right away, and, and, um, and he begins to kind of, um, you know, just play with them a little bit like mess with them and I think you know I wonder if he's like trying to figure out what he's gonna do how he how he's gonna explain to them who he is and how much God had done for him and um so it's it's a beautiful story that I highly recommend reading and just for the sake of time we're gonna skip to chapter 45 where Joseph reveals himself to his brothers Joseph could no longer contain his pent-up feelings, so he cried out to his attendants, Leave the room! So no one was there when Joseph revealed his identity to his brothers. They began to weep so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, even as far away as Pharaoh's house. Joseph, through his tears, said to his brothers in Hebrew, I am Joseph. Is father still alive? His brothers stood there stunned, scared, and speechless. Joseph said to his brothers, Please come close to me. Inching forward, they came close to him. Then Joseph said, It's me, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. I am Joseph. Now don't be grieved. Don't blame yourselves because you sold me here. It was God who sent me ahead of you in order to save lives. The famine has now endured for two years, and the land will not bear fruit for five more years. God sent me ahead of you to ensure that you would live and have descendants. He has saved your lives through this marvelous act of deliverance. So it was God, not you, who sent me here. God has made me a father to Pharaoh, the master of his entire household, and the ruler over all of Egypt. Hurry back to my father and tell him that you have found me alive. Tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me ruler of all Egypt. Come to me without delay. You will settle in the land of Goshen, where you will be near me. You and all your children and your grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all that you possess. For there will be five more years of famine, but I will provide all that you need to live in Goshen. You, your household, and all that you have will not live in poverty. My brothers, you each can see for yourselves, and Benjamin can too that I really am Joseph, for I am speaking to you face to face in our own language. You must tell Father everything you have seen here and how greatly I am honored in Egypt, but hurry and bring my Father here to me. 
Then Joseph threw his arms around Benjamin's neck, sobbing, and Benjamin wept on Joseph's neck. With tears streaming down his face, Joseph kissed each brother one by one. After their tearful, emotional embrace, they took time to speak brother to brother. Pharaoh's Imitation The news reached Pharaoh's house. Joseph's brothers have come. Pharaoh and his officials were greatly pleased when they heard it. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, load your donkeys and return to Canaan. Get your father and your families and come back to me. I will give you the best of the land in Egypt, and you will enjoy the fat of the land. Tell them also, take Egyptian wagons with you for your wives and little ones, and bring their father with them. Give no thought to leaving your possessions behind. The best of all the land of Egypt will be yours. Israel's sons did as they were instructed. Joseph gave them wagons as the king had ordered and provided food for their journey. He gave each of them a set of garments and to Benjamin he also gave 300 pieces of silver and five sets of garments. He sent his father ten donkeys loaded with the best Egyptian goods and ten female donkeys loaded with grain, bread, and other provisions for the journey. Then he sent his brothers off, admonishing them, Don't quarrel along the way, and they departed. They left Egypt and went back home to their father Jacob in Canaan. When they arrived, they ran to their father and announced, Joseph is still alive. Not only that, he is the ruler of all Egypt. The news so stunned Jacob that he nearly fainted. He could not believe his ears. But when they told him all that Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the wagons Joseph had sent to take him to Egypt, he recovered from the shock. My son Joseph is still alive, Israel said. Now I'm convinced I must go to see him before I die. amazing after all this Joseph gives so much credit to God but clearly he had a connection to the father that sustained him through this amazing journey it's not it's not really the end of the story either you know it just keeps going there's so much ups and downs and drama (laughs) I love how emotional this chapter is. And the previous three chapters that we kind of skipped is this back and forth. There's not a lot of emotion. And it's almost like everything that Joseph's been holding in for all this time just comes bursting forth so loud that the Pharaoh can even hear it in his house. Who knows how far away that is. He's just all these emotions pouring out. It's beautiful. It is beautiful if you've experienced something like that where you've you've held it down and it's like a pressure cooker and all of a sudden it's the end of a thing or you've accomplished the thing or something and it takes a minute and then all of a sudden it comes at you and it's like, oh my gosh, and you just have all the feels. (laughs) 
Emotions are so important. One time I was in worship and um, and uh, God said to me, and I heard him really, and I wasn't expecting anything like this and I wasn't feeling very emotional or anything. I was just really enjoying worship and I had my hands in the air and I was actually dancing and because uh, it was a church that was just so, so good at that. Oh goodness, I love that place so much. And I heard the Lord say, I can handle your emotions. I mean, just out of nowhere, unprompted. And I thought, wow, what does that mean? And it took me years to unpack how important emotions were to God. Um, one thing that I know is that in his rescue of us, he's not just rescuing us spiritually for the by and by. Our spirits are made perfect the minute we give our life to Jesus. Uh, we come into that connection to our perfect spirit. We're, we be, come into this understanding of this eternal reality that we're connected to. How beautiful is all that? And, um, but there's this thing that I just didn't expect um, in the life in Christ. And that was uh, that I might have, that I had two massive holes in my life. It wasn't just a God-shaped hole as so often is talked about, but like uh, I think it's uh, Townsend, Dr. Townsend, John Townsend that says, you know, it's not just a God-shaped hole, there's a people-shaped hole as well. In this book, People Fuel, he, he says that. And um, that's so true. And I don't know why, but for some reason, you know, we, yes, we can share our emotions with God, and that's definitely a place where I started sharing emotions. But when we start to share our emotions with people, that hole starts to fill up because you have to get to a place of intimacy with people in order to be able to open up vulnerably to them and with your emotions. And some of us, we just don't have any patience for all that, you know, <laughs> and I've, I've met you, I envy you. <laughs> it's just not, it's not me. I such a hard time opening up to others uh, emotionally because it's, it has to, I have to develop trust very much the Joseph in the story where I have to spend three days or three you know three chapters um, torturing you almost before I'm ready to be comfortable to express my emotions and um, but God the Father is the one that can that helps teach us about emotions and then when we're able to do that with people, that's when things just start to get very real in our lives and we start to feel really whole. It doesn't mean that we're constantly going on about all the painful experiences in our life. But see, when we suppress our emotions, we tend to suppress all of them. So, you know, just because we don't show people our you know, our emotional rages, um, you know, if we're, if we're just pushing all of that down, 
then sometimes it's really hard to feel the joy in our lives. You know, the, it's hard to connect with people's peace and to share our peace with others. It's hard to just, you know, just be there and be excited and genuinely feel that excitement when people succeed around us. And um, so sometimes when we shut our emotions down, we shut all of them down. And so David shows us how to open up with the Father first and foremost, because he's the one that really can handle our emotions, like the really intense ones. And so it is, it's important to develop that connection to the Father. Like Jesus said in John 17, he's like, this is what they need to be in this world. They need a connection to you, Father. He was praying to the Father for us, each of us, so that we could have a connection to the Father. Now, the Father knows us. He already knows everything. So we don't have to hide anything from him. And Jesus has paid the price so that innocence has been restored. So you may have sinned today, but the Father's like, I'm putting that so far away from my under, my my consciousness. I'm not going to... What I'm looking at is who you truly are. I've got your identity right here, and I'm not keeping it from you. I am protecting it and keeping it for you. When you're ready, I'll show you who you are. Come to me. All those who are weary. And emotions especially suppressed ones, can get us so weary. So having a father, like our father, who knows us and wants us to feel known by him, that's amazing. It's such an amazing gift. So let's take this session now and the rest of our time here and and have a little time to connect with the Father spiritually. So this is our activation. And I'm gonna just going to walk you through kind of the inner healing um, to connect with, a fa- with the Father. Not a Father, but the Father. It's, it's Father God. And so if you could just close your eyes. I want you to picture the Father in your head, just in your mind. I've been reading a lot about trauma lately, and um, the interesting thing about it is, you know, um, in some ways a lot of us have had minor traumas. Maybe some of us who are listening have had some really intense, significant traumas. But, um, and if, sometimes it affects our ability to imagine things. And the imagination is so critical for living a quality life. And um, so I just want to ask the Holy Spirit real quick. Holy Spirit, would you heal our imaginations as we go into this exercise? Just take our, all of it here and just help us with that. So if you need to, go ahead and start again with a little bit of faith that the Holy Spirit will help you this time and begin to imagine the Father. What does He look like? 
can you see his face? I just want to remind you if um, in the New Testament it's good to look on the Father's face and it's good to die to self and so just like in the Old Testament where it says we'll die if we see his face in the New Testament it's actually good that we do so we do want to look on his face it's, it's really helpful actually What is the expression on his face? Ask the Father if you can come closer to him. So for those of you who are experiencing some distance or just not feeling like you can connect, I want you to follow with me and just try something, experiment with me, and uh, chances are pretty good. I've just seen so many people um, you know, use the following tool and just absolutely find so much connection with the Father afterwards. So. I pray it really helps you. So there's there's two things that can really get in the way and cause a blockage that um, you know are pretty easy to get out of the way, which are unforgiveness and lies. So consider your earthly dad. Maybe you have forgiven him before, but maybe the Holy Spirit can show us something you still need to forgive them for. And just stay with the Father and say, Father God, I choose to forgive my earthly father for that thing that the Holy Spirit highlighted. Just say, Father God, I I choose to forgive my earthly father for... For not, here, I'll give you a couple, for not imparting to me exactly how he feels about me. I I choose to forgive my earthly father for not imparting to me exactly how he feels about me. For making me have to guess or assume how he feels. For never telling me he loved me. I choose to forgive my father, my earthly father, for not teaching me how to be a man or a woman. For not showing me how to relate to women or men. For not teaching me how to cope with problems. For not teaching me how to love unconditionally. I forgive my father for, and I release my father for any awkwardness between us and I hand to you Father God a sense of being alone just hand him that ask him what do you give to take its place ask Father God what do you give to take the place of this being alone that I'm handing you 
asked, Father God, tell me what is it, tell me what is it that I am believing about you that is not right, that's a lie. What is the lie I'm believing about you? You may just get a little impression, but just if you if you know it's not right, try to put some words to it and renounce that lie. And renounce that Father God is distant from you. Just that's a lie. He's not distant from us. He's he's close. You're at the temple that he dwells in. So I renounce the lie that Father God is distant from me, and I renounce the lie, any other lies you need to renounce. I renounce the lie that he doesn't want to answer me. Ask Father God, where did I learn this lie? Maybe he reminded you of a moment in the past or there's a memory there. Ask God, what is the truth that you wanted me to know? Amen. Say it out loud if you can. I accept the truth. And then fill in that blank with whatever he told you. I accept the truth. Did that feel true or did you wish it was true? If it felt true, just that's awesome. If you wished it was true, and just know that so much of what we do is, is an act of our will sometimes with the Lord. It's like a seed being planted. It grows up tall, but in the beginning it feels so small, like it's not enough. I just want to encourage you. And begin to look on the Father again. And imagine his just... Use your imagination and begin to see his face. And say this if you need to. Father God, I hand to you a lack of self-esteem. Father God, I hand to you a lack of confidence. Father God, I hand to you a lack of identity, protection, provision. As I give all this to you, what do you have for me to take its place?
Father God, what do you think of me? Father God, is there a lie I'm believing about myself? Father God, where did I learn this lie? I renounce the lie that, just fill in that blank. I renounce the lie. Father God, tell me the truth that you wanted me to know instead. And just declare, I accept the truth declare that truth. I accept the truth that just take some time now and ask Father God is there anything that you want to reveal to me and ask questions about anything that he brings up. Become a detective and trust your impulses because he he will lead you through this. The Holy Spirit will lead you. That's why I'm so confident to do these on these podcasts because I've seen them work and I've seen the Holy Spirit do amazing things. And maybe I've just been kind of clunky and getting in your way this whole time, but take some time now and really press into what the impressions that you were getting and ask questions about it. Renounce lies that you're believing. Forgive whoever you need to forgive and heal so that you can connect with the Father. He is such the He's the pearl of great price. The most valuable thing there is. I pray this blesses you.
today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy Hope and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. Abundant Encounters. Hey, I'm very excited to announce that we have some brand new journals, uh, encounter journals that are going to be available from our website, AbundantEncounters.com, and they're very simple. They use three prompts to help you focus on what you see Father God doing and what you hear Him saying in your personal world and I believe they're really gonna bless you it's 40 days that each um, each one of these will cover and I believe within that time frame you're gonna experience such amazing breakthrough and have more encounters I, I believe that stewardship brings encounters because that's what I've experienced with our father he's not short on encounters my friend so I want to encourage you, these are very affordable. Um, just go check them out on our website, AbundantEncounters.com. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.